0: Hello and welcome to another episode of No Such Thing as a Fish presents the World Cup of Facts. This is the only World Cup podcast out there that makes absolutely no mention of football whatsoever. Brought to you by the QI Elves in association with VisitEngland.com. My name is Dan Schreiber. I'm sitting here with James Harkin, Anna Chaczynski and Andy Murray. And today's match is Germany versus Portugal.
1: Okay, I have some German words to kick off Okay There's Hanschus Schneeballwerfer Which is someone who uses gloves to throw snowballs
2: Why there's, would you need to use that word?
1: <laughs> it's like a weed, basically oh. and Another word for a weed is a warmdusche Which is someone who has warm showers As opposed to icy cold showers <laughs> in a Bavarian a waterfall or something
0: Right, That's harsh um, That's really good, yeah Do you know the word Schattenparker? No. It's uh it's it's someone who parks their like, car in the shade.
2: <laughs> ah, of course, what else That's could it great. be? Yeah. That's yeah. so good. Actually the Germans um occasionally take English words into their language, and they have an Anglicism of the Year competition. Oh. Uh, a couple of years ago, the best English word to go into German was shitstorm, <laughs> and last year it was gate. Gate. What? Wow. To mean as in, in Watergate. I or think. Yeah, I think yeah. it yeah. means That's like a or media or storm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. While they're taking in new words uh, from different countries, they're actually eliminating words as well. One specifically, which is the longest word in the German language, and a regional parliament has officially eliminated it
2: what is that word dan i can't (laughs) wait to hear you say it it is (laughs) and there goes the rest of the podcast
0: (laughs) it's 63 letters long it's something about meat something about meat yeah it is it's uh, pertaining to the testing and labeling of beef nice but
2: it's it's gone now it's out they're done
3: but what about all the times you need to use the word that means pertaining to the testing and labeling of beef in everyday conversation?
2: Well, what happened was that it was a law because of the BSE crisis, ah. and so they didn't want the English beef to go in there. So they came up with this word that will explain about the testing of it, and then they repealed that law so they don't need it anymore. Okay. That's
1: definitely a way to guarantee that BSE returns. Say, well, thank God that's all over. We don't need that word anymore. Let's get rid of the word Ebola as well. <laughs> it's asking for trouble. Um... <sighs> Uh, moving a bit away from language um, In 2008 I really like this The German poet Friedrich Schiller uh, Was sent reminders that he should pay his TV and radio licence fee Which is fine Except that he's been dead for 200 years Wow
2: was <laughs> just about um, to say that like, I was he wasn't really a well. TV watcher was he <laughs> Was Schiller the one who kept uh, rotten fruit in his uh, desk to help him write oh, Wow oh, That's uh, cool why? Well,
3: Eating it helped him write or just No it was the smell
2: of it I think <laughs> Or if he right.
1: didn't write any he had to eat some of the rotten fruit <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, it might not be Schiller, I'm not sure, but yeah.
3: That's a great fact, we'll if so, yeah.
2: Germany invented the cuckoo clock, which oh, you would really? have always not thought the was invented in Switzerland. Yeah.
3: yeah, the first cuckoo clocks throughout the 17th century, all of the mentions of them are in Germany. There's a famous oh.
2: quote in a movie um, that. Um, all that Switzerland did was invented the cuckoo clock That's it, it's in the third man. And the third the man. Ferris wheel. Oh, and they didn't oh, even do that? Yeah. Didn't
3: even do that. What have you done, Switzerland? We'll find out if you're in the World Cup, are you?
2: Yes, they are. Yes they are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, we've done a lot of other great stuff. We'll get to you. <laughs> what I like about Germany is how they like to get naked. Yes, they do. Uh, yeah. They're yeah. real naturists, aren't they? Even right in the centre of Berlin and Munich you find yeah, nudists. I think it's the Tiergarten in Berlin. Well, one of the um, leaders of the naked culture movement in the 1920s was called Adolf Koch. <laughs>
3: And he hadn't changed his name As a publicity As a PR no, thing no, it, it sounds like
2: <laughs> I made that up Didn't it but Yeah. No, now he's called
3: Adolf Koch Nominative determinism It comes back and back How would you guys Tell the difference Between East and West Berlin From space
1: Um I would
2: be, Well because The well, the most well, easterly Of the yeah. area Will <laughs> because, be East because Berlin of, Because of
3: Oh we oh, smart space? What if you're disoriented In space And you need to Like orient yourself well, So yeah. Chris Hadfield Took a picture um, From space yeah. And
0: Chris Hadfield being the ca- former captain of the International Space Station,
3: indeed. So he's on the International Space Station. He took a picture, and in East Berlin is uh, it's yellow, um it's got a yellow hue. And in West Berlin, it's got a white hue. Because, wow! Um, when it was um, back when it was separated from West Berlin, then they could only afford sodium. It was more budget-friendly to have these sodium lights, and they oh, gave yeah. a yellow light. So that
1: is really cool. That is, a yeah, good fact. it is
3: quite cool if you look at the picture. Yeah. Well,
1: if I'm ever disoriented in space and can only see Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> It's a foggy day in the rest of the
2: world. You
0: need to know which <laughs> east.
2: It's going to come in handy. I'm telling yeah. you. You'll thank me one day. Yeah, uh, do you remember the thing that they did when they had hyperinflation in Germany in the 1920s? Money um, wheelbarrows and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, the, pr- the amount that uh, money was going up. And they had like 10 million mark notes and things like this. And it caused a problem called zero stroke. And people would, because they were seeing so many zeros on all their money, and when they were paying bills, it was trillions and trillions of, of pounds, they became really confused when they were referring to numbers. And so people would say that they were 10 billion years old or they had. <laughs> 40 trillion children.
3: <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's no. very funny.
2: I think it was um, started by birthday candle manufacturers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, that's the halftime whistle there. Germany putting in a stellar performance. And now it's time for our halftime show, which comes in the form of a quiz Brought to you by Visitingland.com. So we're going to start with James for the first question of this QI quiz.
2: Okay, my question is What could you not do in Frinton on Sea until the year 2000? Frinton on Sea. Frinton on Sea.
1: All right, uh, Andy. My question is Which Disney character is buried in Gravesend in Kent? What? What? Will it be Ariel? Will it be the
2: genie? Will it be Mickey Mouse? (laughs) No guessing, no guessing. Is it one of Monsters, Inc.? No. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Simba? Ah, is it Boba Fett? Is it Lassie? No guessing. I'll tell you at the end.
0: Okay, I reckon I know who it is. Do you know it, Dan? I think I got it. Yeah. Yeah, you're busted, mate. Um, Okay, uh, question number three, Anna. Why did the first Oxford University
3: students not study the Aztec Empire?
2: Dan's looking like he might know that one as well. Is it Baloo? (laughs) (laughs)
0: okay well if you want to find out the answers to these quiz questions i certainly know that i do uh the disney character i think i know it um stay tuned to the end of the episode where we're going to reveal the answers but now it's back to the match second half portugal
2: so what we got portugal Well, Portugal, biggest country in the world, pretty much, in the 16th century. They owned so much of the planet, they were like the USA of of their day. Wow. Was that Uh, because of Brazil? uh, Yeah, well, they had um, bits, they had places in Africa and places in Asia and also in in Brazil as well, and they were just an absolute world superpower.
1: And they invented a lot of the food, which we think of as being from that part of the world is not. So, for example, you think tempura is Japanese. It's not, it's Portuguese. It's Portuguese. Yes, yeah. Portuguese missionaries took it there in 16th century and then you know
2: everyone now thinks it's a Japanese invention yeah. also vindaloo is Portuguese is it yeah really? comes from the Portuguese dish carne da Vinha dalos which is a dish of meats usually pork with wine and garlic
3: so was that that was in the 16th century that it was the biggest country yeah, in the world yeah,
2: I would say so
0: I've got a, a football fact which oh, I, I know. Know. yeah I know yeah. I right. know um, go well, on. I think it's quite interesting. Um, the Portuguese team this year for the World Cup, yeah, um, have six bodyguards. Four of them are for Ronaldo.
2: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> the two are for the rest, and the other two are just reserves.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the last couple of days, um, they've called him the most marketable footballer in the world. Above Beckham? Yeah. Well, Beckham doesn't play anymore. Yeah. Hey, guys, this is not the football podcast, oh, please. Oh, sorry, we... Andrew. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Andy. sorry. sorry. <laughs> so, Andy, why don't you bring us back to something non-football related?
1: Okay. In 1974, Portugal's entry to the Eurovision Song Contest was used as the signal to start a revolution, Whoa. which is probably the most significant Eurovision song of all time the song was called A e Depois do Adios and it was used as the signal to start the Carnation Revolution
2: it was basically let's that, go let's start fighting yeah was
3: that when they overthrew Salazar
0: yep it's
2: bizarre
3: between 1910 and 1926 Portugal had 44 governments 20 military takeovers and 12 presidents
0: I read a thing about a Christmas tradition of theirs and it's not only done in Portugal it's a few other places during Christmas time they like to build a model village of Bethlehem what like we, a nativity scene a nativity scene so they, they had have a model village basically of the nativity scene, but there's an extra character who joins in into this scene. So you have Mary Joseph, baby Jesus, and a guy who's called a Kagana, which roughly translates in English as shitter. And the shitter is a little figurine that he's—it's traditionally a man that's placed into this scene, and he's in the act of defecating, his pants around his knees, he's bending over with a pile of feces at his heels, um, and he's usually placed in the corner. Uh... Probably because he needs privacy But if you If anyone wants <laughs> what, to why is, Google no, this hang on No
2: why is he there, there. <laughs> I'm not sure um, They do that in the Basque country as well I think And in Spain And a in Spain bit. And um, sometimes They will get a famous Person's face For the little boy So they might have David Beckham Or Cristiano Ronaldo Or someone What and, for baby Jesus Or uh, No for the, <laughs> That would be terrible For the Cagana, And terrifying as yeah. well
0: <laughs> If it was Ronaldo They would have Four bodyguards around him <laughs> well, what do you the think the wise, wise men Aren't allowed for? To approach <laughs> the three henchmen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just very quickly, because you're saying they do this in Spain as well. Yeah. Um, one way of getting into Spain from Portugal is by zip line. It's the only country in the world that, where you can cross the border via the zip line. It takes less than a minute to travel the whole thing. Uh, it's 20- twenty,
3: including the stop for your passport check along the way. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> yeah, there's another it. guy on the zip line next to you who's <laughs> checking your passport as you go. <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, yeah, it's it's two thousand three hundred feet long. A uh, new zip line into a new country. That is
3: fantastic. Does right. anyone
0: want to include anything else?
3: The film Forgetting Sarah Marshall yes. in yeah. Portugal was renamed A Nice Pair of. Dot 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 roller skates. <laughs> I don't know why I haven't seen the film.
1: That is the worst name for a film I have ever heard. <laughs> or the you worst
2: know. euphemism for rests <laughs> I've <Yeah>. ever heard.
3: <laughs> oh, I have one more tiny nugget fact well, um, if that's yeah. helpful. The most important Portuguese export is cork. It accounts for its exports, account for 70% of the world's cork, and cork sales represents 16% of its trade
0: income, which is a lot. Wow, for yeah. Cork.
1: Worrying because of all the synthetic corks. I they're know, having.
0: they're really in trouble. <laughs> Okay, that's it. That's full time. That's the end of our match. But before we find out who has won today's bout, we're going to get the answers to our VisitEngland.com QI quiz questions that were at the halftime match. So we're going to start
2: with James. Okay, the thing that you couldn't do in Frinton-on-Sea until the year 2000 was visit a pub. Their charter explicitly forbade the um, opening of pubs in Frinton because they didn't want to attract the wrong sort of resident.
0: Okay, question number two. Andy. Do you want to have a guess? Yeah, I do. Have a guess. But can you repeat the question for us? It's which Disney character is buried in Gravesend in Kent? Okay, so I have two options that I want to throw up. Go on. The first one is John Smith. Nope. The second one is Pocahontas. Yes. It's Pocahontas. Is it Pocahontas? Yes. Ah, because she came back, didn't That's she? It. Yeah. They she... ended the movie as if she just stuck out there waving goodbye. No, no. No, nah, she went back. No, yeah. uh,
3: someone obviously hasn't seen Pocahontas 2, where she comes back and marries the man who she actually did marry rather than John Smith.
0: That's true. She didn't end up with John Smith.
3: Yeah, but it's all in Pocahontas 2. Watch the sequel.
2: It's I didn't even know there film. was Pocahontas 2. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pocahontas 3 is a bit dull. It's just her rotting in the ground. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Question number three and that is Anna Chesinsky.
3: Yeah, the reason that the first Oxford University students didn't study the Aztec Empire was because the Aztec Empire wouldn't exist for more than another 300 years.
0: That is a great fact. Okay, well, uh, there we go. Those are our three answers. If you were playing but thought, damn it, that would have been good if there was a prize, I got some of those right, why don't you head over to visitengland.com where there is an actual prize that you can win, QI goodies, signed books by the elves and so on, and uh, yeah, have a bash, you might win something. Anyway, we're going to find out who the winner now of our match today was, and that was Germany versus Portugal, and we're going to go to James to make the decision.
2: Okay, uh, I am going to vote with my stomach and go with Portugal because of the Vindaloo and t- Tempora.
0: Okay, so that's it for this match. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. We're going to be back again tomorrow with another brilliant bout between two nations, and they are James. They will be Belgium and
2: Algeria. Belgium and
0: Algeria, nice. Okay, if you want to ask us anything about the things that we were talking about in this podcast, maybe dispute James's stomach, <laughs> uh, you can get us on our Twitter handles. I'm on at Shriverland James at Eggshaped Andy at Andrew Hunter M Ada.
3: You can get me on at Wikipedia
0: at Wikipedia. Okay, Uh, and uh, we'll see you again tomorrow for the next match. Goodbye.